Hello, I'm Liam Bogar, head of brand strategy at Mad Voodoo, and this is Once a week, we're bringing you insights into how marketing operations plays a critical role in creating a Today's episode comes from my regular weekly call with Mad Voodoo co-founder and chief revenue officer, Francis Burrell. Enjoy! And I'm wondering, how do you square that with the fact that different teams like product and CS uh, uh, and, and SDRs versus AEs and, and marketers, they all have different metrics that they're measuring on a day-to-day basis. And how do you square those two things together uh, to create that alignment? Yeah, no, that's a super, super interesting question. And it's, uh, it's actually something that we, we see a lot as an issue in a lot of companies. I guess the first thing is that, as everyone says, whenever you define a metric and an objective, after a couple of months, people game it. And I think a lot of the things that we see is that because these different teams have a different way of measuring their metrics, they're actually gaming the system to optimize for those. And it actually doesn't create the optimal and the most frictionless journey for accounts. And if we take a very uh, concrete example, um, in the freemium world, um, so let's say, um, you know, like a design software. Um, so you have a bunch of leads signing up and, you know, some of them start using the product, some of them convert. Um, and one of the things that we see is if you analyze uh, all of your leads against their job title, there's big clusters where you're going to see there's designers, there's developers, there's, like I would say, like C-level CEO and like people with like uh, executive titles. And they have very, very different aggregated behaviors. So developers tend to activate the product a lot. They go into the product, they try a bunch of different features, but they actually never swipe the credit card. Um, and from a product standpoint, you know, when you're optimizing for the amount, the percentage of people who actually activate the product, developers are great because they actually do um, activate the product. But from a marketing standpoint, um, if you're looking at driving revenue through self-serve, developers are not ideal because they don't swipe the credit card. And no matter how much you nudge them with marketing emails, like developers are not the ones who are going to reply to marketing emails saying, oh yeah, of course, here's my credit card. Let's, uh, let me buy it. And on the flip side, you have CEOs that typically, when they join an instance, they're not really going to activate. They don't necessarily care that much about how to use the product themselves, but they are the one bringing in the budget and they're the ones who are actually going to swipe the credit card and pay. And so they're a much more interesting um, persona for marketing because they're much closer to their objective. And so now you have these competing um, dimensions where product wants to optimize or would like to see more developers who are going to help them hit their metrics and marketing is more interested in the CEOs who are going to help them hit their metrics. Um, and, and I guess this, this lines up really well if you take like a, a bird's eye view of an organization. This lines up with how organizations function. Developers today or, or you know, in, in the context of software have a lot of liberty to go out and try stuff and eventually if they think it's worth it, bring it to their superior, bring it to whoever's going to actually make the buy, not buy decision. Uh, and, so, and so you've got a cluster of people who activate really well because their goal is basically to test it out and to suss it out. But at the same time, having those people activate really well on the customer journey doesn't really help sales because as we know, those aren't the people they need to be talking to. Right, right. And, and we see the same issue if we move out of the self-serve side and we move into the kind of sales-driven uh, process where there are you know, typically different types of personas that are going to convert very well into opportunities because they reply to the SDR emails, but they don't have the budget power and therefore we don't have budget authority. And so 
they can't really move the opportunity from the like creation at 10% all the way down to the closed one. And on the flip side, we have um, some other personas, like again, CEOs or like C-levels that don't generally convert very well into opportunities. They're much harder uh, to get a response out of. But once you actually do create an opportunity with a, a C-level, there's a much higher chance that it will actually close. And, and so therefore, again, like your SDRs being compensated on the number of opportunities they create are going to want to talk to these um, people who reply to your emails and actually do generate opportunities because that's your quota. Um, but your AEs are going to complain because a lot of these people will not be able to go all the way through um, to closing the, the opportunity. And therefore, I think like the, like the aspect, what it means essentially is that as a company and as a sales org, you need to understand that there are some hook points that are going to be easier to penetrate into an account, um, but they won't be enough. And you need to drive a conversation to go you know, up the ladders of the org to end up talking to the people that have budget. Um, but you should not just be rejecting um, every single lead that doesn't have authority because the company might still have a need. So I think it's really, you know, going into this whole, it's account-based selling, right? And it's, it's a super fancy word that everyone's using today, but ultimately if you are doing B2B sales, you are doing account-based selling because no, um, no, no employee at a corporation is paying for software with their own money. They're paying with, budget that's been allocated by the company. So ultimately you're selling into the account and it has multiple stakeholders and understanding that and incorporating it into the understanding of the journey and the metrics is really fundamental. Yeah. So I, I guess a good way to, 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 to summarize that is uh, if you're on the product team, you might be seeing great uh, activation from, from your land, from the, from the first person in the company, potentially your hero, but not your buyer. It, but before you say, hey, our job is done, you need to look and say from an account level, we're still not being successful. So what would make the account successful and how can the product bring those people in? Or, or from a marketing perspective, you know, we've, we've got one person that we could potentially pass off and is potentially ready to talk to someone, but we know that that person's not going to convert and from an account level. They're still, they're still a bit missing. So, so how can marketing set sales up for having a good conversation instead of saying, it's now going to be your job to try to take this low-level junior team member and, and find a way for them to, to petition the, the, you know, the ultimate decision maker. Right. I think it's a, it's a great point. And ultimately, I think the, I do believe that the role of the CMO is really going to become kind of this chief engagement manager of understanding how do we engage an account and what are the different milestones that we need to hit uh, when we're onboarding an account. And it goes from understanding, like, what's the, who's generally going to you know, generate this initial land? It might be a developer, and if it is the case, then we want to be marketing the trial CTA to those developers, and we just want to educate the CEOs to just like a higher level awareness of the product so that when the developer is actually inviting the CEO, they have a sense of who the company is. And then on the sell side, it's helping the sales team understand what the typical journey is down the pipeline, and what the account level persona is to actually be able to close it. So we've run a lot of analyses for some of our like more enterprise customers where we look at what is the typical um, employee mix that you need to have to make sure that you're going to close the account. And so it's going to be like, oh, you need 
a director level in um, the ops side and potentially um, as an uh, individual contributor on the marketing side. Like understanding what that mix looks like will help you um, define what the ideal journey from an account standpoint should be and therefore how to actually engage those accounts. So I think it goes you know, one step further from what a lot of people are doing today where they're looking at what's the ideal journey for one user and really thinking about if we are selling to accounts, how does that new dimension uh, impact our customer journey that we're designing to make it frictionless for the organization to adopt your product and actually end up buying it. So, so it's really about taking account-based marketing, which has become very popular uh, as, as a term to say, you know, let's, let's focus on the account and on the individual and taking that to all of the teams and saying from a CS perspective, uh, who do I need to be, who do I need to keep in the loop in order to keep this customer here from a product perspective? Who, who do I, who am I responsible and how do I engage this company as a whole through this, this, this first person that's been brought on? How do I get more people brought on? How do I get more collaborators and more people involved? And, and really looking at the entire customer journey as, as an account journey, right? And, and saying like, how do I make this account-based journey successful for everyone? Yeah, exactly. That's very cool. That's very interesting. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I think a lot of, I mean, a lot of what we talk about at Madkudu is about creating a relevant, uh, you know, relevancy at scale, creating, having relevant conversations at scale. And it seems like there's no way you can do that without understanding the dynamics of the account that you're talking to. How do, how does this company function? Is the marketing team strong? Is it a product-driven company? If so, does the product team have more buy-in or are they just usually the first testers? And, and, and how does that buying process look? Because, and then once you know that, then you can pretty easily get an idea of like, okay, products can definitely influence this part. And we know that if we have these two people that we're more, you know, we just need to get this third person in the door and then we've got a setup for the sales team to set up the first meeting and then we know we've already got all of the influence that we need. And in the meantime, marketing is nurturing and making sure that they're still top of mind. As that, as that conversation is going on. Is that sort of how you see that customer journey evolving? Yeah, absolutely. And, and it therefore means taking into account that um, you want different CTAs for different types of people within your organization. Um, and it, it all goes back to being relevant because if you're trying to push a CEO to activate the product and to just engage with it on a daily basis when actually it's designed for one of his uh, team members, it is just going to fail miserably every single time and you're not going to understand why. And your teams are going to be in conflict because products are going to be saying, well, like the product is not tailored to this person, but marketing and sales are going to be saying, well, we need this type of lead to actually be able to close them. And, and that's where you're kind of missing that dimension that, you know, the CEO just needs to be aware of the product and like understand, like that's where branding really comes into play to understand that, you know, the, the CEO is going to hear the name and be like, oh yeah, I've heard of these guys. I've heard good things. I know they're good. All right, I'll swipe the credit card. I trust that if you've tested the product, I don't want to go in and actually test it myself. I, I have other things to do. Um, so it's really understanding what kind of CTA and what level uh, of awareness uh, you want to bring different people within the organization down. Is it, is it fair to say that this is a problem that companies in like hyper growth face a lot more than companies that are sort of established in uh, our enterprise software sale or even freemium but sales place? It seems like almost an inevitable problem of all of our teams are exploding in growth and the way we're measuring whether that team can continue to grow is by optimizing for one metric per team and it's a very verticalized growth where it's like sales grows like this and then marketing is growing like this and they're not really growing as a whole 
and, they, and, they, and, and as such, they kind of create gaps in between the teams as they scale. Is that, is that fair to say? I think it's fair to say. And it's also that when you're in hyper growth mode, generally is when you're at very, very low penetration rates of your market. And therefore, you know, for every account that you lose just because you didn't get that kind of uh, you know, across the organization awareness, it, it's, it's fine. But when you start hitting levels of penetration where it just gets harder to acquire these, uh, these accounts, it's really important to start going down this path. And I think that's why a lot of startups and scale-ups don't necessarily see this unless they're selling into gigantic enterprises and that's what a field rep and ends up doing. But then as soon as you hit like high penetration, you have to go into really being more relevant in the, in the market. And that's why for everything, right, for your marketing content, everything has to get increasingly more relevant to be able to keep growing uh, when initially you have the kind of novelty aspect and it's easier to grow faster. Very interesting. Awesome. Well, I think that was uh, good for today. Lots to, lot to digest there. Uh, I guess we'll talk again in a week. Yeah, for sure. We worked it. Awesome. Thanks for joining us for the MadOps Podcast. I've been Liam Bogar, Head of Brand Strategy at MadKudu, and I'll see you again next week. In the meantime, if you'd like to ask us any questions about marketing operations, hear us cover any topics on the podcast, or if someone is a guest on the show, feel free to reach out to us on Twitter, at MadKudu, or email me directly at liam at madkudu.com. Thanks! <laughs>